Hey, hey, today we are discussing these productivity profiles, procrastination, precrastination, and perfectionism. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard, and yet in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Angela Reeder. And I'm Jessie Valle. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. It's been a little bit, but Angela and I have a lot more to say about our dear book, Anti-Time Management (laughs) by Richie Norton. And... Yeah, like we had read that book a while ago. We got um, early copies, which was really cool. We were able to read it ahead of time. We did several episodes on anti-time management and about things that we agreed with, we thought were life-changing, and then some things we didn't necessarily agree with. But overall, it was a really good book, and I definitely recommend anybody, like everybody should read it. Because there are certain things you can pick up, like little gold nuggets you may not have thought about. One of those gold nuggets, for me anyway, was the concept of these productivity profiles. Which one are you? We all fall into one of these. Something, yeah. Yeah, we have the procrastinators, the precrastinators, and the perfectionists. Like, I know procrastination and perfectionists, but I never heard of precrastination. And I think it's because that is like the farthest thing from myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just so that we're clear on what these things are, a procrastinator will put off the important things as long as they possibly can for the sake of putting them off. And there is a quote from the book that I like. It says, no one is more productive than a procrastinator with an impending deadline. Yes. And I like that because to me, that's using your procrastinator tendencies <laughs> yes. to the max. But anyway, we will, uh, we, we will dive into each one of these individually. Um, but just to get through these really quick. So a procrastinator puts things off. And they kind of feed off of this impulsiveness. Procrastinators do things immediately. Yeah. They have this anxiousness about them and they just do things right away. And then perfectionism, uh, perfectionists use avoidance. They avoid things because they're afraid they can't do them perfectly. So jumping back to the first one, procrastination. Well, first, let me ask you, Angela, which one are you? I am definitely a procrastinator. I tend to put things off until the last minute. Um, I don't, I I like our quote, no one is more productive than a procrastinator Mm -hmm. with an impending deadline, because I feel that really hard. (laughs) I feel that a lot. And it reminded me of a different quote by Douglas Adams that says, I love deadlines. I love the whooshing sound they make as they go by. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I'm definitely a procrastinator. I tend to put things off 
mostly because I get stuck in this, like, I don't know where to start. I don't, you know, well, Mm. but I need to, I could do this. I could do that. And so I tend to put things off. So I like deadlines. I like self-imposed deadlines too. I use those a lot to get things done at work. I feel like, so I want to make it clear that these three are, none of them are bad. No, they're not bad. I don't think they're mutually exclusive either. True. But I think you need to learn how to use it to your advantage. Like, for example, Angela, you can use the fact that you're a procrastinator to your advantage because... When you have a deadline, like you said, if you just add your own personal deadlines because you know that's how you work, then you can still be productive and you can trick your mind into thinking you have to do it now. Yeah. (laughs) And accountability helps a lot with that, too. If you have like a self-imposed deadline to tell somebody, hey, I'm trying to get this done by this time, you know, can you check on me and make sure I got it done? Yeah. So if a procrastinator puts things off, then procrastinators do things immediately. It's kind of like the other extreme. Yes. And I actually have a good example. I can't remember which article I was reading, but they were talking about a study they did where they basically set up a morning routine for people that they would get up and then they had to carry a bucket from one end of an alley to another And there were two buckets. There was one close to them and one close to the end of the alley. And they were like the same bucket, the same weight, the same everything. And people who had procrastinator tendencies would pick up the first bucket and carry it all the way down the alley to the end rather than just walking to the end of the alley, picking up the second bucket and carrying it like four feet. And when they asked them, why did you pick up the first bucket? They said, it just seemed easier to just grab it and have it. Like, it just seemed easier to get it out of the way, picking up the bucket. (laughs) Which is not a tendency I can identify with. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Me neither. But I I could see where, like, but yeah, they said that was their, like, it was just easier to just grab the bucket and carry it. Yeah. It's almost like procrastinators, when they have a task that needs done, they just do it immediately to get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. And Hurry up and take that box off. Exactly. Even if, like the example you just gave, it's not the most efficient way to do something. Right. Even if they don't do it perfectly. Oh gosh, you just thought of something. I saw your I eyes light up. Something. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. I had a friend in college and we both had a lot of the same classes together because we had a major. Now, I am a procrastinator. I wait till the last minute to do literally everything and I was the same way in college. <laughs> she was a procrastinator, which is what made my eyes light up because I just realized that that's what she was. And so, you know, they give you the syllabus at the beginning of the course Mm-hmm. And she would, within the first few weeks, have like everything planned out for all the big assignments, all the big essays. She'd have these things, these essays and projects done two or three weeks in advance, um, you know, with everything all filled out. And she would get so mad when professors would like change the requirements or drop an assignment 
Mm -hmm. or, you know, well, we're not going to do that project, you know, this semester because we don't have time or ever because she would already have it done like it would have been done weeks ago and she would it would really drive her crazy because I was always waiting until like the night before to write the big long essay (laughs) 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 but we would get the same grades on them (laughs) yeah so I that's what made my eyes light because I just realized like that's the difference between the procrastinator and the procrastinator (laughs) Now, when I think about it, though, yes, that things like that can happen. It's almost like a procrastinator doesn't care to wait for all the details. They have mm-hmm. just enough to get going and they run with it. Yeah. So to me, yeah, if you're a procrastinator, do you often find yourself redoing things <laughs> once yeah. you get more information? That's <laughs> – here's your sign. Yeah. Now, I will say she got more sleep than I did over the semester. <laughs> because she wasn't up till two in the morning writing essays so but yeah Yeah. well again it's how to use it to your advantage and I think that for a procrastinator it should be like almost like you need to have like this checklist in your mind that once you get all the information you need then you can go So it's something about holding yourself back until you have enough information to do something right and then go. Yeah. Well, I feel like like, opposite of a self-imposed deadline. It's like a self-imposed start time. Right. It's interesting. It just hit me. You know how there's that saying that you that there are three things and you can have two of the three, but you can't have all three. Cheap, fast, and good. Good. So to me, a procrastinator will not do things fast. <laughs> no. <laughs> Procrastinators do not do things um, well. Wait, no. Fast, cheap, yeah. And then perfectionists don't do things cheap because, or one or the other, because yeah. a perfectionist is going to do it absolutely perfect. So that's the good one. Yeah. Anyway, it just kind of hit me that this might be where they come from. Yeah. And if you do find something that's done cheap, fast, and good, then they really should be charging more. Right. So then it shouldn't be cheap. <laughs> they shouldn't be cheap. Um, that's kind of what it, it seems to me like. A, a procrastinator is going to do something super fast. But it's not going to be done well. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Like a procrastinator or a procrastinator doesn't do things great. They just get things done. And I think that there are definitely people that I've worked with before that are like that. Like they just want to get something done. Just get it done. Get it done. Get it done. And that kills me because I am number three, the perfectionist. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm over here like – yeah, it's done, but it's not done efficiently, and it sucks. <laughs> Redo it now. Yes. Yep. Well, and you tend to avoid – I think people confuse perfectionists and procrastinators sometimes because perfectionists yeah. tend to avoid doing things, and so they look like they're procrastinators. They look like they're yeah. putting it off till the last minute, but it's just because – they're trying to avoid doing a thing imperfectly 
and they can't quite get themselves to like start. Yes. Because I am actually, I have the personality where I want to do things ahead of time. I, because I'm always the type that like, uh, okay, let's take Saturday morning. For example, you wake up on Saturday morning and you know that, okay, this Saturday is chore day. There are some people that are going to hang out, have their coffee, read a book, play video games, do whatever they want, and then maybe throw in a load of laundry at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I'm the kind that, like, I'll wake up. Yes, I'll have coffee because I can't function. But then <laughs> I'm doing the loads of laundry. I'm cleaning. I'm doing things. I'm working hard for a couple hours. And then I'm free the rest of the day. So it's like I'm not a procrastinator because I don't put things off. But I wait until I have thoroughly thought about how to do this the most efficient way possible before I do something. And this quote from Anti-Time Management really gets me as well. Perfectionists fall into a trap of doing less important, easier things that they can do well now instead of living out their dreams because they can't be done perfectly. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you're right. I tend, like, when I look at my list of things to do, don't get me wrong, I'm going to hit all the deadlines, but I knock out the little things first because I know I can just do them, like, quickly and easily and they'll be done right. Yeah. And I save the bigger things because I'm like, how can I do this the most efficient way possible Yeah, and make sure it's done right, which is going to take more energy and effort. So I'm just going to put it off, which is why it sounds like perfectionists can sometimes be mislabeled as procrastinators because they yeah. put certain things off. Yeah. I think that tends to happen a lot with perfectionists just because – you know how much effort is going to go into doing something right. Whereas procrastinators and precrastinators are more focused on the actual getting the thing done. Yeah. (laughs) Because I know I was not particularly efficient (laughs) doing things at the last (laughs) minute. (laughs) It was sort of a case of just whatever works to get it done right now. (laughs) So overall, like Jesse may put more effort initially into getting a thing done and getting it done well and getting it done right. (laughs) But, you know, where it seems like procrastinators and procrastinators are, you know, real quick, get it done. We're ultimately probably going to spend more time and energy on a thing because we're going to have to go back and fix it (laughs) to get it right. Or I also, th- that's true. Like you said, you, those two are going to be more likely to have to go back later and put an effort and energy into fixing the thing instead of a, a perfectionist who put in all the energy and effort up front to do it yeah. right the first time. But I think there's definitely things we can learn from each other, no matter what you are, right? Like I did something this weekend And I did pour my heart and soul into it. And I did above and beyond. And that's the other thing is perfectionists are the overachievers. Because we pour ourselves into something and do above and beyond for no reason. Like my mom called me out on it. She's like, 
are you sure you should have, you know, you didn't have to put that much effort into it. (laughs) (laughs) And it made me realize like, yeah, so a perfectionist is going to do things perfect, whether they have to be done perfect or not. Yeah. So I could definitely learn from just jumping in and doing something, even if it's not perfect or releasing the, the whole done is better than perfect thing that we say all the time. It's more of a mantra to myself because I know that that's against everything I feel in my bones. (laughs) Done is better than perfect. Oh, but it should be perfect. (laughs) But it's really hard to, it's really hard to step back. So if you are a procrastinator or procrastinator, it, Again, there are positives. Like if you're a procrastinator, it's really awesome that you can have that ability to just get something done quickly because you're the type of person that's going to have more time for life. But at what cost? You don't want to redo it over and over and over again because you jumped into it and then it wasn't right and you had to redo it. So having those little, okay, I need to make sure I have all the details before I get started. Whereas a procrastinator, if you kind of like Angela does, set your own mini deadlines, then you can still, even if it's like breaking a big project down and setting mini deadlines to work towards it, then at least you're still making progress rather than staying up till four in the morning getting something done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's where accountability comes in with those self-imposed deadlines because it's really easy as a procrastinator to be like, well, but it's not really a deadline. (laughs) Yes. So whether it is like a project management software that's going to nag at you um, like I have or just telling somebody, hey, check in and make sure I got this done and knowing that you don't want to have to tell your friend, no, I didn't do it again. Um, you know, those can be really helpful. You know what else is really helpful? Your kids, because they will not let oh, you yeah. forget a thing. If you say, hey, we're going to go to the pool on this day, you yeah. better have your stuff done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, you better have it done. You better be ready to go to the pool. Because you said it, it's happening. (laughs) Yes, yeah, kids are very good deadlines. (laughs) Especially over the summer when they're home. Uh, Although I do that sometimes when they're in school too, where I'll say, you know, I have to get all of my work done by whatever time so that I'm free when they get home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just use figuring out how to use your tendencies to your advantage can be very helpful. So you know what, Angela? We can put polls up on Instagram, right? Yes. yes. Let's put Let's a poll up and let us know, are you a procrastinator, procrastinator, or a perfectionist? I'm very curious to see where everyone's tendencies lie. So we're going to put up a poll on Instagram, head over to at marketing moms podcast and let us know which one you are. And also while you're at it, if you have any special tips for everybody to be more productive, knowing your tendency. So cannot wait to see you there. We'll chat at you next week. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. 
If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're ready for next steps, free goodies, and more, head over to marketingmomspodcast.com. We'll see you next week.